This is Fred Fitzgerald's host of Studio 22 Live.tv and this is very surreal, this episode, because episode 12 was featuring a very great friend of mine, great mentor, great friend, family man, father, and an incredible, incredible multimedia genius and entertainment extraordinaire and I'm honored to be able to have recorded his last radio interview as part of our show because now we're able to leave a true legacy in his name forever and he will live on forever in our hearts, our minds, and in our spirits. This episode, number 12, is dedicated to my brother and is a celebration of the life and the career of my friend, my brother, my mentor, Mr. B.K. Hart. God bless you, brother. Gonna miss you. You were tuned in to Studio Twenty Two Live TV podcast episode number Welcome to Studio22Live.tv podcast, where we discuss valuable topics, interview amazing people, sharing their stories and valuable lessons learned to educate, empower, and impact lives across the world. Welcome back to Studio22Live.tv. I'm your host, Fred Fitzgiles, and today is episode number 12. We got a very special guest. We're going to be talking about music and multimedia today, and particularly with someone who He's been a very good friend of mine for a lot of years, and he is a multimedia genius. He goes by the name of B.K. Hart, and we want to honor him because, you know, there's a lot of people that's in this industry, and it's a hard industry to be in. And not only is he a genius from the music side, but he also is, he has an incredible production company, and he also is just a person who is a very humble and honest individual. He does a, he works very, very hard with, with what he does. You know, whether you sing, whether you play an instrument, whether you're into music, video, TV, film, BK Hart's done it all. So I'm just so excited to be able to introduce him to you guys today because he is just one of a kind, one in a million, and I'm so glad to have him on the show with us today. But before we get started, I love to start the show off on a high positive note. So next up... Is our joke of the week. This one's called Bad Taste. Some employees bought their boss a gift for his birthday. Excited before opening the gift, the boss shook it slightly and noticed that it was wet in the corner. So touching his finger to the wet spot and tasting it, he said, Ah, a bottle of wine. And his employee said, No, that's not it. Again, he touched his finger to the box and tasted the liquid. He said, hmm, a bottle of scotch? His employees said, no, no, guess again. 
Finally, the boss asked, look, I give up. What is it? And then one of his co-workers looked up and said, uh, it's a puppy. <laughs> that's bad, right? And that's our joke of the week. Next up is our birthday shout-outs, and I want to give a special happy birthday to Lisa Bowman Dow, Darian Winder, Amari Daz James, Betty Chandler, Lisa Gatlin, Elder Tyrone Johnson Sr., my brother, Roger Tiger Bungie, Isaac Brown, April Dobson, Deidre Farrell, Mark Johnson, Brenda Cabrera, and last but not least, my mentor, Dave Wisman. Happy birthday from Studio22Live.tv. Don't forget, we have a brand new phone number. You can give us a call and you can give your own birthday shout out. Just call us at 610-466-5461. That's 610-466-5461. And you can leave a message and give us their name of the person that you want to shout out. And we'll shout them out on the show for you. Again, that's 610-466-5461. If you have your own birthday shout outs and you want to send them out to someone, hit us up on Steel22Live.tv. Birthday shout outs. I have a gentleman that I have a lot of respect and honor for. He goes by the name of BK Hart. He is the CEO of Amani Brothers Multimedia. He's also the CEO of Black Knight Filmworks. And I'm telling you, this gentleman is a gentleman that I look to. I used to, I call him Mr. Miyagi because when I got involved in media and also music, he's been knowing me for years. I've been knowing him for years. But this gentleman, there there are people that are into media. They're into production. They're into music. And they have their titles. They have the guru and they have their specialists. But this gentleman is a media wizard. I'm so glad to have him on the show with us today. And I want to thank him. And when you hear... This gentleman's bio, you're going to know exactly why. So I'm so excited to introduce him to our listeners. BK Hart has been in the entertainment business for about 35 years as a professional musician, producer, sound engineer, video production, and video production specialist. As a musician, he has had a formal musical training at Morgan State University, having done some studying under the late, great Dr. Nathan Carter, as well as Dr. Dominique Rene DeLerma. He has been a bassist and guitarist for several groups, including the Fernando Allen Singers and Salt of the Earth, both of Baltimore, Maryland. He has also shared the stages of gospel music legends, such as the late queen of gospel, Albertina Walker, and the late Reverend James Cleveland, and most notably, Pastor Shirley Caesar. As a producer and engineer, he has logged hundreds of hours in studios like The Sound Spa in Chester, Pennsylvania, Sheffield Studios in Phoenix, Maryland, and Audio Visions in Wilmington, Delaware. He has co-produced tracks for Shasta Records under CEO C.W. Tyler. As a video specialist, he has produced, directed, and done production design and animation for local shows like Diamond City TV, Dancing Online, My Town, Let's Talk Respect, Club Reality Check, and Right Clay This Week, as well as many others. More recently, he has recorded several stage productions, including Who's My Mother and Peace in Unity, both plays written and produced by playwright, my brother Omar Rashada, and Ceasefire, a play written and produced by Leonard Potts. He is former chairman 
of the Community Heritage Producers Association, as well as a product of the Community Communications Corporation founded and headed by Reverend Benjamin Twin B. Brown. He has served on occasion as volunteer camera operator for Comcast Channel 28 and as first camera for P-Time Productions in Philadelphia. He has been director, editor, and co-producer of the cable TV series, Salima Speaks, which airs on Philadelphia Comcast Channel 66. He is currently producer and host of developing internet TV show, After Dark with BK. Currently, he's the lead sound and video technician at Bethel AME Church in Wilmington, and it's my honor and privilege to introduce to the show my friend, my mentor, Mr. BK Hart. Welcome to Steel22Live.tv, brother. Mr. Fred G. Mr. <laughs> Fred G, my main man. How are you? How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. I yeah, Listen, man. Incredible. This is an honor for me to have you on the show. I want to just thank you for taking the time out because I know that you oh, are extremely oh, I'm busy. I'm the one. I'm the one who's honored. Tell, believe me when I tell you that. I'm definitely the one that's honored. Well, today's I topic, really man. Uh, you know, today's topic, we're going to be talking about music and multimedia production. And you know, that's something that I love talking about because of course, that's of what course. we do, right? Yes, and look, we go back with it. We definitely so, go back with it. I want to introduce you to our listeners for those who are out there who's thinking about getting into music and, and or multimedia production, TV. Give us a little bit about your background, how you got started, a little bit how, about how you came up and what inspired you to get into this multimedia production arena. Well, as far as getting into multimedia now, that's that's something that's, that's kind of uh, goes to my love of computers. You know, because I, I love building them, and, I you know, I love um, actually breaking them and putting them back together and making them work and making them do whatever it is I want them to do. Um, getting into multimedia is, is just um, kind of an offshoot of my music career because the music was always first. You know, the, definitely the music was always first playing, uh, like you said, for, you know, for Albertina Walker and, you know, Shirley Caesar and uh, the, the late uh, Reverend Cleveland. I mean, you talk about milestones and honors that was just you know it was too much for my head to handle at the time but you know when i look back on it i really couldn't have done what i do now without having gone through it but you know certainly i needed the um i needed to get get that experience i need that experience to move to the next experience you know i'm always uh the learning type i you know i have to learn things i never can sit down and say well i know this and i know that and i know this you know yourself. You know you, you you're always in a learning curve. Yes. Once you once you stop thinking that you can learn something, then you become no good to yourself or anyone else. You Absolutely. Know? So, and, you know, like I said, you know that yourself. You, you, you I know what you've been through, and I know you know I know your struggles. Absolutely. And I know how you got to where you're at, and you know I'm like amazed. <laughs> you know, look, I'm, I'll go back. I'm, I'm still reeling from the from the Riverside Bucket to six. Oh my man. God! So, right, right. <laughs> So Project X, right? I'm, I'm, look, I'm so Riverside, I can still hear the trains on the, on the railroad track, man. That's how Riverside I am. Trust me. Definitely, man. So you know, so you know, you know I go, I go back with what you guys, you know, and then checking out them haircuts and them clothes, man. That was just awesome. Yeah, awesome. man. You know, yeah, I, you I had one. a, I think I had a, a parachute suit. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and look, you guys were pioneers, man. You guys actually paid. You guys actually paved the way for a lot of youngsters here in in this town. You know, whether you whether you know it or not, right? You know, because 
you guys came out with it and you, you actually dared to do it. You know, mm. you, you dared to get it done. And that's what it takes. Yeah. You know, the first step in getting what you want is deciding what you want. And you guys certainly just decided right then what you wanted and you went for it and you got it and you just claimed it. And I'm sitting sitting back watching I'm like, look at my homeboys just do it, you know, just do it big. Absolutely. And I've been, I've, you know, and believe it or not, that that except, that actually caused me to want to do things, you know, bigger and bigger. Wow. Because I saw you guys, I saw that you guys did it. Now, by then I had already done stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But then when I saw you guys pump it out like that, I'm like, oh my God, it's, it's you know, the, every anybody can do it. All yeah. they have to do is set their mind to, you know, to getting it done. Absolutely. And that's how that's how you guys that's how you guys got it done. So I'm like, yeah, okay. And I see my homeboys; they're they're all over it. So, you know, let me step in that. Let me step in that line right a little bit. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's pretty, pretty much what got me where I'm where I am now. So, tell us a little bit about your background and how how, how you grew up. In well, like I said, I grew up in Riverside. I um, I mean, of course, you know, growing up in Riverside back in we're talking about the seventies. You know, fortunately, it wasn't nowhere near as violent. As it is, you know, as it is, and has become of late. You know, back then, you know, if, if we had to, to settle anything. It was like we get out in this, get out in the street, bare knuckle it for a minute, give each other a black eye, a bloody lip, you know, and then, you know, like thirty minutes later, we're back in, you know, we're back in the saddle, uh, singing, you know, doo wopping or whatever it is we do, and keeping, it, you know, keeping it moving. But, you know, I would, I wouldn't change that growing up experience for anything in the world you know it kind of shaped the kind of person that i am it shaped the way that i think now you know i i'm more like i said i'm more of a, a, in, a in a teacher mood these days because i want people to learn you know all, all kinds you know I want, I want them to learn positive things i don't want them to get out there and do some of the stuff that they're doing now but you know we, we it's, it's time for us to get out there and start teaching them the way we used to teach, you know the way we were taught you know, so absolutely. As far as my, as far as like how we grew up, it was, it was hard, of course. You know, but we didn't really see it as hard. You know, we just we we lived it. You know, we lived it day by day, and whatever you know, whatever the next birthday, the next day brought us, that's what we you know we we got into it, and we just kept it going, kept it going, and we survived it. You know, anything is survivable. You know, everything is survivable. You just have to want to survive it, you know, and not give in to the um give in to all of that negativity. And we didn't do that, so that's why we're where we are. That's why you guys did it the way you did because you didn't give in to the negativity. Right. I actually um, you know, I was talking to uh, one of our our guests, Mr. Mark Boehner, talking about you know we all came from the same era, but I guess the key was that certain people made certain choices and decisions. Uh-huh. So. Um, what was something that you used as an outlet um, when you were younger to just redirect your energy? Because everybody had the same bottled up energy. And uh, so what did well, you do? Well, remember, I was a musician. So it was all about, you know, it was all about getting together with some of the local guys. You know, I'll play guitar and another guy play guitar and another guy play bass. And we find a guy that plays drums and we all get together in somebody's house and start playing some disastrous chords, you know, and just having a ball. You know, it, it wasn't always club worthy, as you know, as they say. But we, we, you know, we had fun. That was our outlet. You know, to you know, to find a find somebody's spot to plug the amplifiers in and set the drums up. 
and uh, just you know just go to it for hours and hours. You know, we didn't in the beginning we didn't really know how to play, but that didn't really matter. It was just a matter of doing something positive and you know doing something that where we had fun and we didn't hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was that was pretty much the biggest part of it. You know, the music was my outlet. Did you have any brothers and you know, sisters? I have one brother and one sister. Um, neither one of them got got into any part of media. They're just regular folks, you know. And you know they're they're doing well. You know they both they both live here, and uh, but I'm the one that kind of decided to go out and do this and that and the other, and and chase my dreams. And did you have some uh, support from uh, family, mother and father, or? Well, unfortunately, I as far as my my father, I had a stepfather who you know was kind of in and out. You know, we and when I was really young, he was there, but you know we kind of separated and went our different ways. You know, I've been pretty much on my own since I was about, like, 14 years old. Wow. You know, and, uh, yeah, and I, you know, be- between having little jobs with, you know, in restaurants, like, like I don't know if anybody remembers downtown um, where the uh, the theater used to be. There was a theater, and then there was a Pet Boys, and then there was a, a little restaurant called the Central Grill. Yeah. Where by a couple of a couple of Greek brothers, one, uh, Nick. And Tony Saganos and I used to work for them, and I was like 14 years old. Wow. Um, there was another little restaurant on Knife and Orange years ago called the Yummy Tummy, and I used to work. I worked there making pizzas and stuff, and I was like, you know, still like maybe 14. I was a youngster, you know, making a few dollars here and there, but it was just it was about work, you know. Then I went to uh, to live in Brooklyn with my mother when you know when I turned about 15, and uh, stayed there with them for about a year, and then I went to job for. Uh, out in Salt Lake City and um, out at the Clearfield Center. Out there, now check this out. At the Clearfield Job Corps Center, at that at that very time was where George Foreman used to train. Wow. So, when, <laughs> so while, while, we, while I'm on the Job Corps Center learning how to do building maintenance or whatever it was I was doing, George Foreman was in the, in the gym training to do what he was doing. You know, we'd sneak over there, me and a few other guys would sneak over to the gym and see him, you know, see him practice. And, you know, it, he was, uh, Doc Brodus, his trainer, used to chase us out a lot, you know, but uh, we'd go over there and check him out. But, you know, I, I've had brushes with a whole bunch of people that, you know, went on to do big things. That's amazing. And he was one of them. And, and was yeah. that before the Rumble in the Jungle? That was way before, because, like I said, that was, he. This was, we're talking like 73. Wow, yeah, yeah, and, okay, and, gotcha. Um, and I was, you know, he was just getting started as a youngster. You know, mm-hmm. he was he was in the gym. He had his big afro. You know, he was in the gym. He was a big, big cocky guy, man. And you know, but he was, but he was knocking him out. You know, he was his sparred partner. He was just bloodying him up and you know sending him out out of the ring. <laughs> but we, and we watched this. You know, we actually sit there and watch him do this. You know, so then you know I said, well, now I want to be able to meet you know folks like them all the time. You know, but then, like I said, I was in Job Corps, and um, I don't know if you've seen a picture that I used to put up of me standing there in front of a um, a big, you know, I don't know if you remember, the custom amps. I had these two big twin custom amp uh, cabinets behind me. I think I've seen that. Um, yeah, and I had on this tux jacket and these big, well, light blue elephant leg pants, and I'm playing a, a, a vintage Fender Jazz bass through this big custom amp. Scared me death. <laughs> you know, and um, that was in a, that was in I think we, where was I? Where were we at? We were in uh, Provo, Utah. We were playing at a club in Provo, Utah, and um, 
at the time that they took the picture of we were playing that song by the four times, Ain't the Woman Like the One I Got. And I was, you know, I was, like I said, I looked at the camera, I was scared. I mean, I was so scared, nervous. Wow. You know. How did you get like through, was, uh, like, during those times, how did how were you able to get through the fear that you that you had? Um, believe it or not, I didn't. I just, I just played. I mean, I figured I, I was scared, of course, mm-hmm. but there was nothing I could do about it then. I was up there, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I, just, you know, I was standing up there with this guitar in front of all these people, and I got these other band members looking at me like, you better play, you know. So, you know, so between them and the band, I just, you know, I just started whipping myself in the shape. <laughs> Got a favorite quote of the day that just blew your mind and made you think? Share it with us and we'll talk about it on next week's show on the Studio22Live.tv podcast. We'll discuss it, we'll marinate on it, we'll elaborate on your best quotes that inspire you and talk about how you can apply them to your own lives. Email us your quote of the day so we can share with our listeners at info at Studio22Live.tv. That's info at Studio22Live.tv. Subject, quote of the day. Take us to the uh, video side, because that's a transition. That's a heck of a transition now. I mean, music is one thing, but video is something different. Video is something something totally different. Let me tell you what actually got me to that. Um, Years ago, I used to live next to, uh, you know where the thrift store is on uh, Newport Pike? We're talking uh, in Newport, Delaware, right? And Yeah. Okay, good. I used to live next door to that. And I would go over there and see, you know, see what they had on the shelves. Because then you go, you can go there and find all kinds of stuff, you know. And I happened to go over there once. And at this time, I, I hadn't really gotten involved in video at all. So I happened to go over there one day, and I found this old J.C. Penny VHS um, camcorder, you know, that takes some big tapes that you drop in the side and click, click it shut, right. and you run it. And I, 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 I think they only cost it like 10 bucks, so I bought it. And, it, you know, it actually worked really well. It had all the, all the accessories to it, so I just went on and bought it, and I went around shooting different things. Um, around about that time, I actually, you know, like I said, I started shooting this and shooting that and playing it back. And then I was still doing, dealing with the computers, so I learned how to transfer. You know, I learned what equipment I needed to transfer that video into the computer. And see, again, this was before, uh, like, Adobe Premiere, or, I mean, well, let me put it, I guess, it was before me being able to get a hold of it, or before I knew anything about Adobe Premiere and all these other stuff. Um, I would I would actually transfer this VHS signal and you know into these computers that I was building from parts, again, that I bought from the thrift store. Cause I'm telling you, I just bought so much stuff out of there. I had a corner of my house that was just, like, this big, thrift store junk pile, you know? Right, right. So I had, I had so much stuff there, old computer parts where I go buy computers and learn how to program and, you know, in basic and learn how to learn the DOS language and learn, you know, all these languages. You know, like now you got Windows 7, Windows 8. You know, back then, you, you know, there was like, I don't know if you're familiar with these terms, COBOL and Fortran and Pascal. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. You know, and TRS-80 basic. You know, so that's what I was learning with. I guess around 2004, I happened to meet Ralph Smith. Now, once I met Ralph, you know, I started doing, you know, just, you know, started talking to him, and he's got this show, Diamond City, and 
you know, he wants to do this, he wants to do that, and he wants to put his show back on the air and make it look a lot better. So by then, I learned how to do a little bit of editing, a little bit, a small amount of animation and graphics manipulation and all that stuff. So I shot my first commercial for Diamond City down at the new car, uh, new car Chevy or GMC in um, in, in Newark. Nice. And um, and I shot that, and then I and then this, on the same day I took that old camera. I shot after I shot that. I went over and shot Steve's on Miller Road, and those were the first two commercials that I ever put together. Wow, nice! And I and and, and that's how I happened to hook up with television, and then it starts kind of snowballing after that. And I wish. Let me just say this: once you get started, um, mm -hmm. being so you had the music background, did you feel um, a pull more towards the video side because? I can I can definitely appreciate how you know when you work on a project you get you know sometimes you don't want to start something because you know it's gonna pull you in and you going and if you right. don't know something you're gonna keep going and you're gonna have tunnel vision. Did you feel a pull from the video side more to learn more, or did you feel that the music side was pulling you back? Well, I, the thing the thing about that, Fred, was that I never totally left the music side. Okay, got you it. You know, I was I was doing video and I was still doing the music side because at that you know at that time, like I said, I, was, I had I had already done the thing with um with Shasta Records by then, you know, so the music was already there. Um, I guess maybe around the time I was dealing with with them, I was um I I started to still do computers and building websites mm -hmm. and. Building websites was one of my things too, and um, my first, one of my first really big websites was for a guitar maker in um, in Newcastle um, named Chris Sheets. He had a a, a, um, a business called Sheets Guitar Factory down on I, I think it's on Old Churchman's Road or something like that. And um, he you know he allowed me to create a website for his business, and he had a just um, guitar guitar building and repairing shop out of his house and um he he actually gave me um a hard shell case for my i, I got a uh a phone casino guitar a big blue thing i guess you, you guys have seen it up on the website where you know i've got my little um oh happy day video up there and um he gave me a hard shell case for it you know and he you know he and i you know i really got to, to know him and and respect him Unfortunately, he passed away of, of an illness, and I have no idea what it was. But he passed away, and um, you know, I kind of lost a friend there. Right. And then I was still. Then I got to dealing with. Um, I don't know if you're, you're familiar with um, Nashville East Recording Studio. It used to be in um, in um, near Perez Village. Yeah, yeah. And Christian, Christi and Christina, Christiana, Christiana, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Joe Grant. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I I go down to uh, to Jill Grant's studio and work out with him a little bit. I did a, a couple of um, projects in his studio for other people, and um, you know he was he and I had talked about doing some uh, some things as well. Unfortunately, he was shot to death by um, um, uh, somebody with uh, an, a home invader breaking into his house to rob him to to, to rob his house, wow. and he was fatally shot right at his doorstep, mm. and so I lost him too. Wow. But like I said, I never got away from the music. I still stayed with the music. I mm. mean, I've played with a couple of local bands, you know, not not too long ago here. Mm. But, you know, by then, me and the video had just started just to, you know, just go 
hog wild. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that that your background shows me clearly, clearly, and I can't wait to just put you know, your information up on our site because you're going to get a page up on our site just to be mm-hmm. able to go over that. Now you have a family, and so you know it sounds like you're extremely busy. How are you able to balance life, career, and family, and how supportive have they been of you over your career? Well, the, the, the family's always been totally supportive of it. You know, I mean, um, I actually have had my daughter in, you know, helping me with it from time to time. You know, when, when you know, when she, had, of course, when she had the time, you know, she was able to come and help me with it. Yeah, I, um, it, it's never, it's never been a, really a problem. You know, I mean, of course, every now and then it would get to a point where I would be doing just a, a little bit more of the business. Then my family would would have liked, but at the you know, but then they, they they looked at it and they still supported me in it, and you know I was still able to to prosper in it and grow and you know grow it into what it is. Great. You know, so I, I never never had a problem, really a big problem with that at all. So tell us you know, about also been, um tell tell also t- also tell us about Black Knight Filmworks. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, you know, of course, Imani Brothers Multimedia is just a video, like a, a regular video production company you call, and, you know, I come and set up cameras and do just, you know, just like a regular video production company. Okay. Black Knight, Black Knight Filmworks, on the other hand, is a company basically geared towards helping um, video production units, like, you know, regular video production companies that want to put together things. Um Black Knight usually gets involved in animation, um, nice. titling, you know, um, you know the 3D titling, um, help with editing, uh, you know, stuff that you that you see with like if you've ever seen the sports shows and those uh, those 3D flips and stuff that they do with the sports shows, you know, creating things like that nice. for for you know filmmakers and movie makers and you know people that are doing shows. If they want, you know, like really nice um, opening and closing tags or bumpers or things like that, they will come to us to do that. Um, just support for, like I said, support for professionals is what Black Knight is all about. You know, uh, major support. Like, you know, if, if you're if you're a, a filmmaker in New York and you you know you need some really good um, tags or you need some um, even some some production music. Uh, some uh, royalty-free production music to you know to score your music, you know to score your movie with. You know you would call us. You, you know we we sit down, we talk um, uh, parameters. You know like how long how long is the piece of music you need? Is it for a chase scene? Is it for a love scene? Is it for you know what kind of a scene is it? Is it for a children's film? Is it for a, a, a movie about the Knights of the Round Table? If you need stuff like that, you would come to Black Knight to get that done. You know, you would give us the time, the time frames, and you know, and we'd sit down and we'd actually um, tailor the music score, or the, the you know the video score or the animation for that. You know, wow. we're getting we're start we're starting to get into um, the the 3D animation, you know, like Pixar and all of those mm-hmm. those companies do. Um, we've started acquiring software to do that. Now, what I'm trying to and see this is this is when we were talking before about teaching yep. and and helping and reaching out. See, this is why I, I look at it. I'm like, okay, well, I have these tools. I have these tools. I have an idea of how to use these tools, but it is not my intention to try to be the one to use. 
I want to reach out and find somebody who knows how to do it and say, okay, well, look, if you want to make some money, I can help you. You know, if you want to get a little notoriety, I can help you do that. You know, just, you know, come to me. If you're an animator, um, I'm, you know, I'm, I may get a project from somewhere that requires a really good animator. Okay. Um, if you know how to use this, this tool, okay, I'll give you the tool. You use it, create what you, you know, create what they need for you to create, create in the name of Black Knight Filmworks, and boom, you, you, you know, you have become um, part of the mix. So Black Knight Filmworks isn't just me. It's whoever, you know, whoever um, desires to, um, to be a part of it. You know, if you're an animator, then you're welcome. If you're, um, if you're somebody who's good with, uh, with titling, then you're, you're totally welcome. You know, and, you know, audio, um, engineer, you're totally welcome. That's that's what Black Knight's all about. It's not like I want to be the one. I'm on top of this. This is my company. No, no, no. It's, it, that's that's not it at all. I pretty much want to share what I have. I mean, because I've got a ton of tools and resources. Right. Tons. Of, and you and you know this. You you know this yourself. I've got tons of resources. I could never use them all. I could never use them all. Let me tell you. Let me you stop know? you there for for one second. As you should see me, I'm just nodding my head because everything you just said it just resonates with me because I just went through this film project and mm-hmm. I literally and I had to because I had to learn it because I didn't know what I was doing. But I literally everything you just said, I had to I had to do it. So mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about because now I just thank God to know I don't have to do it all anymore. <laughs> no. And, see, and, and this is what I've been, I have been trying to say this for a, lot, a long time. Right. This is what we're about. Yep. You know, I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to monopolize any part of it. Right. My thing is, okay, well, if you know how to do, if you know how to do this, I want to know. I want to know who, you know, I want to know how you. Know, I want. I want you to know how to do it. I want you to be able to, um, to to um, make a little notoriety for yourself. That's right. I want you to be able to to make a name for yourself. I want you to be able to get out there and do something because you connected with me to do it. That's right. You know, I don't want. I don't want the. I don't want the um, credit for doing it. I want the credit for finding somebody else to do it. That's right, exactly, you know? exactly. That's true. To me, that's true leverage. That's true success. And I think you can grow faster in that way. So I definitely can appreciate that. And, you know, we're, on, we're, we're definitely on the same page there. So we, we, we have a listener out there who just listened to you and said, this guy, BK Hart, I never heard of him. His background's incredible. He's just so knowledgeable. He sounds like he's a jack of all trades. What do you say to that person who just has one particular niche that they, that they want to get into in media? What do you say to that person if they want to get started but they don't actually have the self-esteem to move forward? Everything is wide open right now. You can do whatever you want. You can go wherever you want. You can have whatever you want. You just have to want it. You know, you just have to. You, you just have to go get it. You can't sit there and wish that it was there. You have to go and find it. You know, you can't. You can't sit there and say, "Well, uh, this person's doing that, and I'm jealous." You don't have time to be jealous. You know, the time that you spend being jealous of someone else doing it, you could be actually out there doing it yourself because it's not hard. There's nothing hard. There's really nothing hard about this business. It's not. That's why there are a lot of people that are getting in it. 
unfortunately they're getting in it without really learning um without really learning the craft you know i mean they'll get in it and they'll you know you got people uh, a friend of mine calls them gwcs guys with cameras you know they'll get out there and they'll do stuff but they really don't know how you, know, you, you have to learn your craft and that's why they need to come to Imani Brothers Multimedia and Black Knight Filmworks. We are live here with my brother, BK Hart, on Studio22Live.tv. Brother, I want to thank you for your time. I just think that you have, you, you know, you're very insightful. You have definitely added value to this show. The people who are listening, I believe right now that that person who was thinking about getting into it or who just needed that one extra number to the combination lock based on what they just mm -hmm. heard from you they have just unlocked their potential i believe that they can get it. and i thank you for uh, coming online man with, with us and being on the show with us today and i'm hopefully i can be able to get you to come back oh anytime anytime at all just of course, give me a call for it. You know that. I, I, I appreciate that. Absolutely, man. BK Hart, CEO of Amani Brothers Multimedia, Black Knight Film Works, my friend, my mentor, my Mr. Migagi. The guy's always there. You know, let me tell you something. I want to just mention <laughs> this. When I, when I did the first cut of the film, it was just so important to me to have you come through and sit with me and just give me some pointers mm -hmm. on the trailer and the storyline. Mm -hmm. You just gave me exactly what I needed and, and you were just you, know, you were just so humble, you were so honest, and you were so real. And I just wanted to let you know personally from the heart, man, that I really appreciated you because I was just doing it and I didn't know what the heck I was doing, but I just appreciated the fact that I used what, what little knowledge that I had. Now I got this experience and, you got it done. and I got it done. And I was and I and, and I thank I thank I thank you for that, man. I really appreciate you from the heart. EK, if you can just let people know real quick, um, how can people get a hold of you? Um, just go to my my website www.imanibrothers.com. That's I M A N I B R O S dot com, and um and my all my information is there. My bio is there. A couple of uh, uh, samples of my work are there. You know, it'll send you to my YouTube site, my Facebook, my Twitter, whatever. My phone number is Eric O three O two five six three O nine one eight. Imani Brothers Multimedia Black Knight Filmworks. You can also check out his information on the show notes page, the second link on our on our website, studio22live.tv podcast. Again, I want to thank you again for being able to be on the show today and sharing with us your, your valuable lessons, your education, your knowledge, and experience. BK, I appreciate you, man. Until next time, brother. God bless you, man. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's an honor. All right. Take care. Take care now. At the end of every episode, when you listen to Studio22Live.tv podcast, you are always going to be able to look forward to some words of encouragement, inspiration, or words of wisdom that can get you through the rest of the week, the rest of the day, or the rest of the year. And the one I want to end with today is a quote from Michael John Bobak, and it's simply this. All progress takes place outside of the comfort zone. So get out of your zone. And get back in the game and win. Studio, Studio 22 Thank you so much for listening to Studio22Live.tv. 
We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. We strive to continue to add value to the lives of all of our listeners, and we appreciate you for giving us time out of your day. Don't forget, you can check out the show notes and resource links on your website, as well as subscribe to our newsletter, and you can send us your questions, birthday shout-outs, comments, and suggestions on studio22live.tv. That's S-T-U-D-E-O-2-2-live.tv. Always positive, always on.